nine, eight, seven. What's going on, sports fans? It's your boy, Josh Williams, back with another episode of the American Fan 365. I am, of course, joined by my beautiful co-host, Miss Rosine, the front row. Ro, how you feeling today? Hello, hello. Uh, I'm feeling good. I mean, it's I have mixed emotions. Football is almost over. But, I mean, this is what we wait all year for. But I'm good. I'm always good. Yeah, yeah. Look, listen, it might almost be over, but uh, you had a run. You at least, you at least felt... Felt, you know, the tension and the, the the possibility of a great run because, you know, you guys had a great season. So, you know, I'm happy Giants. for our, uh, our division. Yeah. Uh, overall, I am. I'm thrilled for the Giants. And it was really nice ending a season where I wasn't crying into my pillow. Yeah, of course, I would have wanted us to you know, be competitive in that last game. But after watching them play the 49ers, the Eagles play the 49ers, I mean, maybe it's that the Eagles are that good. I hate to say it, but I have, I'm very satiated with our, with our season. How do you feel about your team season? Uh, I mean, listen, it was, it was a solid season, but um, you know, there's there, look, when you're in the middle, there's a lot of things that could go better. So, you know, could we have won a few more games? Of course, but we also could have lost a few more games. So it's, you're in the middle. It's 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 not a fun place to be as a as a sports fan and definitely not as a Redskins fan. Um, <laughs> but we won't be starting the show with NFL much longer. We only got you know maybe one more week, two more weeks of starting the show, NFL, and then we're gonna get knee deep into baseball. Uh, uh, quickly, actually, some baseball news. Um, a friend of mine and a former Cub, uh, one of the main catalysts for our championship run in 2016, lives here locally in Vegas. Dexter Fowler announced his retirement today after 14 years. And so um, I actually, so I worked with, uh, with Dexter's brother, Wes, when I was at the Hall of Fame, he worked at Spalding. And um, so I've seen his career, you know, from the beginning when he was you know, a rookie trying to just make a major league roster and to get big contracts and all that, and, you know, he had a great career, so. You know what? Uh, it's, it's bittersweet, right? We're seeing the changing of the guard in so many sports. Yeah. We are a thousand percent. I mean, everything is everything is literally turning over um, as we as we watch it. You know, the NBA, I feel like the NBA is going to flip almost immediately. You know what I mean? Like we've had LeBron and, you know, it was Kobe. But then, you know, CP3, Melo, all those guys that that older guard is literally about to all go away. And it's going to be Luca and Giannis and, yeah. and all of those guys. So. It's it's an interesting state. Well, even now, Luca, Luca's you know not wet behind the ears, right? A thousand percent. It's, but I mean, Luca, God, I again, we're watching it happen before our eyes, yeah. as every generation does, and I'm excited. I'm really excited for the NBA because I feel like it's finally starting to get interesting again, starting last season. And for me, uh, really headlining the reason that I'm back into it is John Morant. That's a good reason. Yeah. That's a good reason. I can't. I can't say anything else. That's a he. Look, love him. Um, I, I truthfully, I'm very, very sad for the Knicks. I was. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think we were talking about this uh, last episode uh, when uh, when Nick came in. Um, I'm sad for the Knicks because if he would have went to New York, I don't forget even, it. I think it would have been a perfect market for him as well. Oh my goodness! Yeah. That would have like he would have had his shoe like year one. Yeah, but he wants to win. 
Well, I think, I think, no, but look at it this way. I'm just being the, a dick. But, the, but you understand what I'm saying? I do. The I, excitement I that he would have brought. I agree. Oh, people would have went to New York I again agree. I to agree. play with him. See, and that's what I think the Knicks need uh, is an electric player yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It would be, you know, when, when, the, when that momentum tide shifts towards your favor, it's a game changer because it revives your current players, your current roster. Uh, but I think they... Listen, again, you know who I think should coach the Knicks, right? Who did you say? Uh, you said, um, shoot. Who did you say? Go ahead. Tell me again. Because you uh, said who it Who was here. fired from the Lakers last season? That, that's right. That's right. Frank Vogel. I think that's Vogel right. would be the perfect You did say Nick. that. You did say that. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. So we'll... And I think that he would attract talent. I think the Knicks as is. Championship coach. I mean, you can you say whatever you want about Vogel. He's that's won right. championship still And he's still young enough mm -hmm. to where he can mesh with the players because we're seeing more and more how you have to be relevant to your players for them to respond to you. 1,000%. Right? 1,000%. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, Stan oh, Stan! Stan O'Neal! So, okay. I gotta, I gotta go oh, ahead yeah, and. Yeah, you interviewed Stan. I, I, I remember. I gotta, I gotta give a, a quick shout out to Stan. Stan O'Neill was the Giant fan when I was at Giant Stadium. Um, I love that he called it Giant Stadium. By the way, it oh, is. It's, it's it forever is. Giant it's, it's, Stadium. It's, it, you can say MetLife if you want, but we, the, the real ones know it is still <laughs> Giant right. Stadium. And um, oh wait, James Dolan <laughs> would ruin John, John Moran too. too. That's a hey, that's true. Hey, that's fair. But I, I look, I'll say this: John Moran is so dope that I think that he would have like even in bad situations, he still would have been that electric because what he could have done to the Garden. Oh my God! I'll forget it. Oh my! In New York? I'll forget it. Knock it off! Like you think OBJ? Knock it off! You think right. OBJ set New York on fire? He's a Oh, he's no. a more tempered OBJ with just as much talent and with the fire that OBJ has. You're absolutely yeah. right. That's a really good parallel. Like it, it would have, it would have absolutely because you, New York he's is fighting a different type of net. <laughs> <laughs> but but Stan, shout out to Stan, man. He was. He Thank was, you for tuning in, Stan. Yes, yes, he was my guy from uh, you know he kept me safe when I was in New York amongst the other Giant fans, but. I had a good Giants time. Giants fans are fine. They we, were they were great. No, no, they were great. They were great. Stan Stan was absolutely great. He cursed me out about ten times. <laughs> for I what reason? I, just just because I was I was there and I wasn't rooting for his team. But you know, he, he secretly does root for the Giants. He has a soft spot in his heart. Um, his his girlfriend's uh, uh, dad was a Giants yep. fan. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, his favorite co-host is a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, so I mean, there's and we both hate. The Eagles and, and, and the Cowboys. So <laughs> that, that that's as close as you can get to somebody that's not rooting for your team, right? <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and hop into NFL. Um, crazy, crazy weekend of conference championships. And uh, I said yesterday on the Fan Minute, I did not realize – when we when we all picked because we all picked Eagles and Chiefs to make it to the Super last Bowl last week we all did we all did and yeah we, I was I was it was it was shaky a little bit in that last game um, but I I did not realize that we picked a black quarterback matchup I didn't realize it either then and that and, and Taylor Rooks she uh, she actually tweeted and that's where I caught it and I was like she's so right it's mm -hmm. two black quarterbacks and yep. I think the coolest thing. Was that we weren't even? That wasn't even something that, that we were. That wasn't the headline. Yeah. I mean, Nick Bosa is punching air somewhere. He's so mad. <laughs> Ro, Ro, Ro will send me about five <laughs> tweets a week with fake Bosa content where he says everything short of the N word. 
every every week. I'm like, where he had to go, he had to go save the team against Philadelphia because he won't let them steal the title like they stole the election. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I feel I feel bad for for Nick Bosa. Actually, and I don't. I, Did you I, want to watch it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do Do you have Joe? Do you have the Joey Bosa? Dude, it's hilarious. Oh, you do have. As it with Joey Bosa, the one that I sent this to you. These are Eagle fans, by the way. Are you Snapchatting your little butt buddies? No, I'm just videoing the guy who's not playing today. Oh my god, this is what purgatory looks like for me, by the way. Well, here it comes. How are those fines, Bosa? So can I. Me too. Me too. All right. Really so, quick, did you guys see Amber Rose's uh, no. post ye- yesterday? I was dying laughing because I love the balls on Amber Rose. So when I say this, I'm going to preface it with um, not only do I love women that are extremely comfortable in their skin, that are openly sexual, that are very unafraid of what society thinks. So I don't like, you know, I, I don't if you even try and slut shame her, you're going to have to hear it from me. But she posted <laughs> something yesterday on Instagram that said, Cause she's from Philly. She's yeah, a Philly girl. Yeah, she's from Philly. She said, um, "Who's asked? Do I have to eat to get uh, Eagle tickets? Uh, Super, <laughs> Super Bowl tickets? Hold on." And then, and then Russell Simmons <laughs> posted. He goes, "I got tickets with a ticket emoji, just in case she didn't understand." <laughs> and somebody replied to it with a cartwheel emoji and said, "This is the pose that Uncle Rush is going to be in about oh an hour." Oh my God, that is that is and hilarious. Diplo, and Diplo piped in with the little hands up emoji. Hey, too. listen, listen, don't don't do that. You'll get tickets. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, friend, Amber, you don't need to do that. <laughs> Amber, you can get your own tickets, mama. You're a celebrity. Yeah, but what if I mean, you know, <laughs> she wants to get gifted. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Women want everything. They <laughs> As we should get it. <laughs> I love you. You're such a mess. <laughs> but um, but no, I actually I thank you, George, for pulling up that clip because uh, I wanted to talk about it as fans behaving badly, like uh, you know. But but it, Philly fans are there. We how many times have we spoken about this? There, like that clip right there. The fact that he held back for so long, like you, it's all perspective, right? You can take a look at that clip with Joey Bosa and go, oh, he's such he's such a jerk off. Look at him. But honestly, if you think about that was just a few moments of like what he had to endure going to their stadium yeah. and Philly fans. I mean, then they're, they're it, That's like what purgatory would be like for me being stuck <laughs> in that arena where there's a prison underneath. Okay. <laughs> they're vile people. So, oh I mean, yeah, he said, I'm, you know, I'm rich and you're broke, but I mean, he could have said a lot worse than being the Bosa brothers. He could have said a lot worse. Uh, but I mean, I'm, look for me, I, my thing is this, whenever you're in a situation like this as a sports fan, don't return venom. If you return venom, especially if you're outnumbered, I'm but always outnumbered. It. I'm always outnumbered, so I'm never like. Why do you think I got into fistfights? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know this don't return venom policy. Yeah, you can't. Now, you now, don't return now the venom. Now I do, because I'm a mother. Yeah. 
But and you've been around me long enough now. Like, I, start, I'm, I'm rubbing off me. as much as I but can. But Ro in her 20s, in her early, oh no, in her early 30s. I throw hands I, just like I throw shade. Uh, <laughs> listen, all five, two of me, if you give me like a, a stadium seat to stand on, oh, it, it's, going, it's, it's going down. But honestly, think about like how much restraint he showed. So you yeah, can look yeah. at him both ways. And yeah. you're outnumbered. What are you going to do? He knows like all the cameras are swarming around yeah. him. I mean, listen. It's, it's unfortunate on both sides, truthfully, because he can't win. He In that situation, win. you can't win, especially, too, it was his girl that was, well, I don't know if it was his girl or his sister, I don't know. But, a, you know, a female family member was, was kind of, like, shuttling him to the back, and it's like. Well, because, I mean, listen, I think he showed restraint, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but I will tell you, I knew San Fran was going to lose the day before, if you follow me on Instagram, it's the front row. Um, I posted a story about how all the fan, like a bunch of 49ers fans were around the Rocky statue. And not oh, only yeah. did they throw the jersey on Rocky, but they fashioned a belt that said Brocky. And they're at the, they're standing right on the, on the statue, right? chanting brocky brocky i posted it and what did i say i said birds by 40. like at that moment <laughs> birds by 40. birds by 40. because i'll tell you what it didn't fare too well for the giants it didn't fare too well for minnesota uh these are past games not this season sure that our teams have played against san francisco i'm sorry the eagles and you know fans being fans which i love through yeah, they throw the jersey on the Rocky statue. Whenever that happens, the team loses in yeah. a big game. Like, let's not. I mean, you guys, haven't we learned? That's why I'm like, they made a belt. Not a belt by 40. <laughs> now. <laughs> they went through four quarterbacks. Now, now, you, now, oh, my goodness. They went through every quarterback. Now, you saw that as a bad omen, but I saw a bad omen as uh, Miss Anita Baker. <laughs> And, Did you watch it? Oh, oh my goodness! And Anita, Anita, <laughs> she Anita. she struggled through that 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 national anthem. It was, it was pitchy, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she she was hold on. Let me let me go ahead and get my ear. She was she was like trying to she was trying to find and she was it. Get, trying to get herself on beat too. It was. And it was, between that and the unfortunate wig, I was very unhappy for her because she is she's a voice of a generation, Miss Anita Baker, but. All I know, it was so pitchy right from the jump, and then she messed up a lyric. I was like, "No." It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't sweet love. I'll say that. It... <laughs> you almost spit out your water. Uh, well, all right. So, bro, <laughs> you're such a. Mess. I the minute Anita Baker came on, actually, I texted Josh. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, are you watching Miss Anita? She's pitchy. Oh, so, but... I, I was, I was mid, I was like flying on the on the 405 in LA, <laughs> trying to get to where I was going. Uh, what's next for the Niners? I think that's the you know now you know now we're in this next phase of the season yeah. where everyone's looking to the off season. Um, the Niners are looking to make changes. Yeah. Um, the Niners. Oh, George, I didn't actually send you. I meant Just to send you me. that. Um, there's there's actually a. Uh, uh, I had a, I, I had cut up some pictures of the cap space. And do you know that your team is the worst in the league? Oh, dude. <laughs> George, how? how? George's team. So the Saints. I, uh, this is jumping around a little bit. The Saints are like 
60 million over the cap next how? year and the cap just went up how like how is it possible like here we have like 230 hold on i'm, I'm a negative uh yeah so do you do you, do you yeah. have it did you find it we're uh no that's negative 57 mil are they paying back the publics for the crab legs that james winston shoplifted <laughs> <laughs> you know this is very interesting i think uh you know shameless plug here um gridiron junkies will be making a Salary cap. What should the Saints do? Video. I'm gonna make like a, a long form video. Yeah, take a year off. <laughs> you know what it but is, how? Josh. We're gonna, it's well, like it's like checking your fat. bank account after a weekend in Miami, and, <laughs> and going, "What happened?" Oh my goodness, George. I'm gonna I'm gonna text these to you so you can at least. But how? Have how yeah. sixty mil over the salary cap? What'd you guys buy? Uh, we. Damn. I mean, Cameron Jordan. Like I'm, I'm just doing like a little. This is a quick goog here, on uh, Saints. Uh, I don't want, I don't want you spot track. It was, uh, it was Cap on uh, Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore. You know Ryan Ramchick. How much is Lattimore? Lattimore's getting twenty two mil. So okay. Yeah, but he's worth it. And, and and the worst part is, them being over the cap, it's not even dead money. They only have five million in dead money next year. Well, this you know what's oh, really dead it's money? Probably based on incentive. Michael and Thomas. That one. That ceased that, money. Bro. That's that's a one. That's, that's, that's how much? A, how much did that cost 13 them? Thirteen million dollars this year to what? And, well, that was guaranteed. Yeah. Post Instagram picks. Yeah, for sure. And get me hope. For my sure. hopes up. Because remember, what? he was, he was a top five receiver when they resigned him. Man. That's true. He was he was can't guard Mike. Or can't cover Mark. Can't cover Mike or something like that. What is his nickname, George? Jameis. Uh, yeah, can't guard Mike. Yeah, can't, can't guard, guard Mike. He would yeah. do the flex. You yeah. remember that? Like Couldn't eight guard. years ago. And I, I don't God. even think about him. You yeah, think about no. him? Does he keep being hurt? I think about him <laughs> I think nightly. about when he's on the field. Well, you think about him nightly. I think about I think And about, the same way that we think about Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony when he yeah. was still on our roster. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, so the Giants, the Giants we are have actually, like 200. You, no, you're yeah. third healthiest. Yeah, we are. So you have, so right now with the, with the salary, so the salary cap, we've, we've completely I shifted. I had it at two, 230 the, million. It's 224 million okay. next year. It went up, I believe it was 16 million or something. And then next year, it actually looks like it's going to go up another 20. So the TV money's starting to roll in a lot, and that's going to help some teams a little bit. But the Giants right now are third best they have 44 million in cap space the bears are the best right now with 91 million in cap space um the falcons have 56 million that's the reason why everyone's saying lamar to the falcons because they've got the money to absorb it and not feel anything um the Bengals, like when you start looking at some of these teams some so, of the better teams have great cap so can i can i segue a little bit sure. i'm going to talk about what we were talking about san fran originally yeah um, I so and this ties in with what should San Fran do next? San Fran has the cap space to do this, and I think what's next for them is Tom Brady for one year to San mm -hmm. Fran. That mm -hmm. makes the most sense. I mean, honestly, you can't write a story better than that. NFL script writers, right? Yeah. So I think him, and right now he's only getting, he got 25 mil from Tampa Bay. It's not like he got an exorbitant amount of money. And remember, it was higher than that initially, but he he took less to build a team around him. Yep. So he is, Tom Brady's got money. He's got money, money. Like, you know, like. He's not doing this for money. He's or, doing it for or, legacy. Yeah, that's it. That's literally the only reason at this point. He is a 45-year-old quarterback who, 
feels like he can still play at an elite level. And 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 let's not get it twisted. Tom Brady's the GOAT, okay? And now you look at what needs uh, San Fran has. What was interesting is there was a conversation about injury, and it's Tom Brady injury prone. No, he's not. Not the way he plays. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. A lot of roles have been shifted to accommodate him as well as other quarterbacks, not just Tom Brady. For instance, Robert Kraft is the head of the rules committee. And I think in Brady's third year, third or fourth year, they enacted a rule that said that you can't hit a quarterback below the knees. And that not only protects Brady, but it protects other quarterbacks as well. So Crazy I, enough, I think that was his seventh year. Was, that was it his that, seventh year? That was 08. That was 08. Was it 08? Because that, remember, that was the very next year after you guys beat them. Was it? Okay, yeah. I thought it was before we beat them that was enacted. No, it was after. No, it was after. That was okay. after. That was so, 08. And that, that benefits all quarterbacks. But yeah. but let's not get it twisted. This younger generation hasn't seen the football that that old man Brady's played. And he still has it in him. I think it would make perfect sense. So what's next for them is yeah. you you get Tom Brady for two years, okay? Or one year. Yeah, probably just one. Probably you have Brock one. as as the you have Trey Lance as his backup. And you have Brock as a second backup because Trey learning from Brady could be extremely beneficial for the team. I actually, so so I saw something that I agree with. Um, I actually disagree with you in terms of Trey. I think they trade Trey Lance while he still is enough a commodity. You're not going to get back, you know, they gave up firsts and other things. You're not going to give all that back. But you trade him now, you get some more youth on the team because... And you some, keep Brock. Yeah, and you keep Brock, Brock. because okay. he's already shown, hey, he could be all right. You know what I mean? And, and let's not forget, Brock Purdy has won as many playoff games <laughs> as Tony Romo and, and, Dak Pro Prescott. and Dak Prescott. So, yeah, you know what? That's insane. It, well, it's, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, but, but speaking on Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy in that game, the reason he could not throw was because he could not throw. He tore his UCL, which uh, it's I don't think that's Tommy and, John's, but it's it's similar to Tommy and, John's surgery a, in your elbow. And there are some nerve issues that were corresponding to it that literally, you know, made him unable to throw. And the fact, of course, the you know, I mean, they're they're pretty much sitting ducks out there when the Eagles oh, the whole the entire everybody knew that they only could run the ball. Yeah. So it's like how many times are you gonna give it to McCaffrey, right? Yeah. So listen, I was I wanted the 49ers to win, but I didn't think I I, I called it for the Eagles because listen, I can't stand that organization. However, they're can't, monsters. Can't that, take it away from you them can't, either. You can't take you, it away I, from I them. I can hate I look, I can hate it. I, I gotta learn to love it. One way or another. Both sides of the ball. I still have Casey going all the way, though. All right, hold on. Let's let that's we'll, we'll talk about that after we get through the Bengals uh -huh. and Chiefs. What do you think? Um, so, what do you think their their Super Bowl prospects are for the Eagles right now? While we're still in the Eagles, do you think that they can win this game? Um, how do you? What's the what's the path for them to win the game? You know, I will tell you with the Eagles, what they have going for them is they're so good on both sides of the ball that they're not relying solely on defense. They're not relying solely on offense. I think their Achilles heel is going to be that they, they are not familiar with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they didn't play them in the regular season, I believe. They're not regular opponents of the Eagles. What they see, and we touched on this last week when Nick was here, when you are a two-time winning Super Bowl uh, uh, quarterback and – 
a lot of that team is pretty much the same. Tyreek Hill is the one glaring absence, mm. but they made it to the Super Bowl without Tyreek without Hill. They, they beat the Bengals Lord. without Tyreek Hill. So, I mean, we're seeing that maybe it wasn't that. I mean, it's always a loss, don't get me wrong. It's However, <laughs> I think what Kansas City has going for them is that the Eagles are not familiar with them. That's fair. No, that's fair. I think, um, you know, for me, I think it's really going to come down to getting ahead because the Eagles are a great, they're, they're, you know, they're a great, once we're out in front, you're not going to catch us. You know, we're not going to mess it up because they're, they're, they're a very much, not an arrogant team, but they're a very much a confident team. And so when their confidence is riding, they all feed off they're each other. But even they're if they high-fiving were, and, you know what I mean? Like, totally, but even if they were arrogant, they're, deserve, they're deservingly so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't remember the last time I've seen a football team this dominant on both sides. It is... Like from the running game to the pass rush to the receiving, your secondary, your coaching. Um, Jalen Hurtson put on a spectacular show mm. against. Uh, That's a great defense. I will see. In, it, well, well. Uh, so you're right. San Fran went into that game with the best defense in, in the, the NFL in the league in the league. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so he didn't put on a spectacular show. But the beauty part is he didn't need to. Yeah, and Sanford his did, defense is good too. Well, and Sanford didn't do themselves any justice with all those defensive penalties either. Holy smokes! Like they kept on putting their paws on everybody. I was like, whoa, because it was frustration. Yeah, it was just irritation to the moment. But you can't make penalties like that. I'll say one thing before we move on to the next one. Trent Williams. This is the reason why I am not mad that the Redskins got rid of Trent. Well, that we let him go. Um, I wish we would have gotten more for him. But that's another story for another day. Trent Williams in these kinds of games, because remember, Trent Williams punched Richard Sherman dead in the face. <laughs> dead in the face. And if George can find that, it's still a very funny clip. Do your thing, George, but it's not that serious. Trent Williams, I saw that game, even when it wasn't like out of hand yet, like the 49ers still had a chance, Trent Williams was getting more and more frustrated. He was getting upset. I know he rides that line, but there comes a point where – you're now you're you're tearing down the fabric of your own team and pulling somebody down and getting ejected and all that kind of stuff like it's it, I don't know I don't know if you can win with Trent Williams and that's coming again from a Redskins fan is as as he's he's the best left tackle in the league that's you know that's oh here we go dang George George is fast yeah yeah got oh. my face ooh oh ooh Richard Sherman quick you with the do hand. not oh. walk up to a fight without your helmet on it's rule one. Yeah, rule number one. Yeah, but, but you're a bitch if you're going to throw a punch and keep your helmet on, too. Oh, of course. Of course. And you're the bigger man. Like, come on, man. But I was mad, though, because remember, this is the game that RG3 tore his ACL. So, like, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. punch him in the face. Like, I was I was pissed. <laughs> it, was, it was a rough night for me. Yeah. If I would have known that the next <laughs> 10 years would be sadness. <laughs> Good. Yeah, in single single tier. Jordan meme sadness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to the other game. Yeah, the Chiefs versus the Bengals. This yeah. was a war. Yeah, point blank period. Um, yeah. I, I watched both games uh, with my friend Allie in L.A. And like before the game, she's like, "Oh, Kansas City's gonna win," and I'm like. I don't know. A majority of the people I know were like, "The Bengals are gonna, they're gonna eat the the Chiefs' lunch." I'm like, 
You know what's funny is actually um, a friend of mine that's in the studio now, Gabe and I were having a conversation about it, and we both agreed that it was going to come down to the last drive. I had last week. You had. I had. Nick had. Kansas, the only people in the studio, not Georgie. We all had Kansas City winning this game. Um, I knew, though, it was going to come down to pretty much the last drive. And listen, the Bengals, it, uh, you can't take nothing away from them. I mean, people, so really quick, I'm so irritated with everybody that it's like, ow, it, it was rigged. It's rigged. If I said it was rigged anytime the Giants lost a game by their own hands, literally, I would um, be a laughing stock. I'd be cast off into please don't talk to us about Sports Island, okay? Uh, I will tell you the officiating was awful. Nick Davis posted something on his story about, like, the different categories and the grading, basically. The Bengals were outplayed in every category. Yes, the officiating was dog shit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is regularly now, by the way. It's yeah. it's you and I always say, listen, we all get bad calls, but when these bad calls are costing you the yeah, game, like it, well, so in in bad calls, see the thing is this: bad calls, especially on second down, third down, where it's like, oh, okay, we had it was third and one, or or holding. or holding now it's, now, it's, 11. now it's you move up fifteen yards and it's yeah. automatic first down. Yeah, no, that's a game changer. Complete well, drive savers. Yeah, I mean, complete drive Yeah, but saves. a lot of times there's – well, not a lot. With this team, a lot of times that first down turns it's, into a game-winning drive. That's right. So – All we need is, what, like, uh, you know, I was going to say be that as it may as far as the referee, the officiating. I will say it was league office on me, league office on three on that uh, that one redo of third down. I've never in my life seen an entire play play out. Yes. Like a tackle being made – defensive players high-fiving, we got off the field, holding up the fist, fourth down. Uh, sorry. No. Nope. Uh, come on back on the field. Like, their coach, <laughs> their coach was beside and himself. In shambles. He was, he was literally <laughs> beside himself. I thought he was going to have a stroke. I would have had a stroke. <laughs> he was like, what do, you, what do you mean? I was having a stroke on the couch watching it. I was – because, listen, there's – there's uh, it could have gone either way, and there's – are you blind? Yeah. You have literally, literally one job. One job. <laughs> and you have replay. You can review. Yeah. How? How did this happen? How, but so we talk about, yeah, we all get bad calls, but those calls make you wonder. See, that, see and this is where my line is drawn. When the calls get so bad, when you, when fans, lifelong fans, generational fans, are questioning the legitimacy of the sport, like, I love baseball. I think MLB is fraudulent. I think the MLB organization is a complete fraud because Manfred keeps it one. And you can't have that happen in football. You can't have that happen with the NFL. Your your officiating officials need to see what's happening, need to see it from all views, and they can. They are able to. Uh, and so why these awful calls are made that cost teams games yeah we can all say it's a wash because we all take these bad calls okay i can get some of them but when it's flagrantly wrong and egregiously shifting yeah then what I, i'll say this quickly uh george yes or no on uh replay of penalty calls no oh why because I'm a 
I'm a fan of the the flow of the game. Now, this is the thing. I don't want replays to take up time. So like Sky Judge, I don't consider penalty uh like penalty reviews. Yeah. They do it in the XFL. Like we're about to watch the way officiating is going to be in the next five years mm. all spring long here in a couple of weeks. When you watch the XFL and you're like, oh wow, this is like not missing a beat. These games actually have some flow to them and not this insane amount of controversy. Uh there's a bit I mean Everybody's always said it, and the coaches say it too. Don't leave the the game into the, the hands of the, hands, of the yeah. officials. Yeah. Okay. And you play your absolute hardest. And you know that last play, whatever. Uh, there was the, there was plenty of other plays in there that I'm like, like for example, the one thing nobody will talk about. How do you, as a Bengals punter do you not punt that ball out of bounds? Okay. This is basic football, right? You do not want to give them the opportunity to gain field position on a punt. Yeah. That dude got 35 yards on that punt return. That's why special teams are so important. That that was the game. That was the game. That was the game. That was the game. game. Legitimately, that was the game. But that's why special teams are so important. And that's why when you don't watch football, you don't understand the strategy. Mm. And, and, and situations that the, just you, situationally where you are players on the watch so much film and they learn so many plays that they walk into a game with the opponent having memorized at least 200 to 260 different plays that pivot based on conditions and how the other team yeah, how the quarterback is reading the, the defense etc you don't these special teams like and and coaching calls like not icing the kicker when you need to mm. cost you games it's such clock a, management clock management is so important a thousand percent uh quickly actually you talking about just all the different plays miles jack when i was in brazil got really cool with him and he actually george I'll, and i'll tell you as well he actually was telling me good defenses in the nfl they have four plays I believe it. I was like, what? I 100% believe that. He was like, four plays. That's it. He, and then situationally, depending on what personnel groupings and packages, then they might, you know, they'll shift who's in the game. And, you know, obviously people get tired and you start subbing what? people in and out. So let me but ask, he was four plays. Well, let me ask you this. What is the, what historically has been the most effective defensive play? I don't know. Go ahead. Blitzing. Uh, yeah, I was about to say cover zero. If you can man up, cover zero. Yeah, this is if, what the Rams, if, if, the Rams yeah. did this all last year. Yeah. When you have the dogs, and this is why Marshawn Lattimore gets paid $22 million to do what he do, does, and it sucks that we had to get rid of uh, Gardner Johnson when we sent him to the Eagles. Yeah. Horrible. But the Saints had that defense, that same exact defensive play because it, it limits you. You know what I mean? Like I run limits- it in Madden. Like, like, look, listen, you only have two seconds. And you're going to have to make this decision over and over again. It is what it is, bro. Listen, listen. It is what it is, bro. Uh, is that how it is, Madden? Okay, okay. This, this is how it is, Madden. Okay, Madden. Belichick, got it. I, look, I'm okay, going to cover what I think you're going to. And everybody else, I, I so, believe. So I believe in my team. Blitzing is really is <laughs> yeah. considered the most effective defensive play. Yeah. And you know who has a real hard on about it is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick Exotic. Hates it. Oh, oh. He hates it when his quarterback gets blitzed. In fact, when the Giants played the Pats in the uh, in preseason, they blitzed uh, the life out of because he put Mac Jones in. They blitzed the life 
out of Mac Jones, and he like wanted to he wanted to talk to the manager. He was so <laughs> mad about it. Like I can't I can't make all these checks over and, and over again. And what I what I think is funny, he hates playing the Giants because he himself is a former Giant. He won his first two rings mm. as a Giant under who, who I consider the greatest greatest defensive mind of all time, who's Bill Parcells. But uh, God, so Belichick I, has eight rings now. I did not even I forget about that. He yeah. Has eight. That's insane. Yes, he was a giant. That's, yeah, that's a yeah. lot of winning. Yeah, that's a lot and you of think about all the coaches underneath Belichick that have done diddly squat, right? By and large. I mean, O'Brien would probably be the only one where I'd say he's had success elsewhere with Alabama. I would say I'd say it's not even a former coach. It's a former player, and I'd put that as Vrabel. I mean, like, but honestly, we look at Josh McDaniels. We I look at Joe Judge. I look at Romeo uh, Cornell. I look at uh, Matt Patricia. Yep. Right. And it's, well, Ro- Romeo Cornell, um, Charlie Weiss. Yes. Yeah. N- none of them. None of like they all got opportunities because they Josh came McDaniels from the tree. Had had multiple opportunities. Multiple opportunities and came home multiple times. He'll probably <laughs> come home again. And, if I, and what he does is work, don't he's work like out. he's like I'm not giving anybody a title. None of you get a title. <laughs> You're gonna have to p- coach it out like the Hunger Games. Go. <laughs> That's yeah. That. Oh. Good old Bill Belichick. Um, what's next for the Cincinnati Bengals? Well, I think the Bengals have to build up their offensive line. They have to learn how to keep uh, Joe Burrow more protected. You give him a little more pocket time. I think that your defense has to, gosh, you know what? I, I think they were pretty. <laughs> Dag on close. They were pretty good. I mean, you just, listen, there were mistakes that were made, as there are in every game that's ever played in the NFL. Um, but this is what makes the difference between a good team and a championship winning team, right? It's those mistakes. It's those one plays that caught that, that, that now you're just doing your job and you can't stop your body. Now you, now your paws are on the quarterback outside of the white lines and you get a 15 yard penalty and automatic first down for the other team. And there goes your season. This is what makes the difference between a good team and a championship winning team. Yeah. I think right now it like just from an anal- from an analysis like a quick analysis, well, not quick, but season long or just game long, I would say with Cincy, you give you give Joe Burrow more pocket protection. You build up the O-line a little more. You uh, defense, the only thing they've got to work on is you've got to be tighter and you've got to be quicker with your decision-making. Mm. But, I mean, it's slight. I think overall they had, they had a really good season. Yeah. Um, I would be pissed if my season went out like that too. I'd rather get blown out, which we did. So, uh, <laughs> um, because we were outplayed and I can't be mad at that. But yeah. if I were the Bengals, I'd be, I, I, my feelings would still be hurt, but you can't do all that shit talking and get your feelings hurt. And I would like to say, not that I'd like to see the Bengals lose, but I, but I do like to see Eli Apple lose. And so Cancun on three, homie. <laughs> well, this this is what I'll say about the Bengals. The Bengals right now, they are perfectly constructed outside of that O-line. Yeah. That is the only glaring hole that I think all of us can see. And if they literally first round, draft O-lineman. Second round, draft O-lineman. Third round, draft O-lineman. Yeah. Like, get younger at those positions and get better. They are a scary team because the way they play, they play and just keep building. They don't hit you and knock you out in the first first quarter and then kind of coast. Like, that team keeps coming. They keep adjusting. Their coaching staff is fantastic. 
Like, they're in. One thing I will say for the Bengals, God bless it. You guys have the best helmet in the league. Why didn't you bring it out? Why? Oh my God! Why the, didn't the, you bring all, it out? Oh my God! The all-white tigre. Yes. Oh my God! The, Why? The like, white what white. are you doing? Georgia, you have you, you have this that, that white fishing black. with dynamite. Oh my God! You guys, and as an animal print lover, as a Jersey girl, yeah, this all-white tigre is like dope. And it's like, bro, like, come on, man, like, you guys got everything you need. You know what else hits hard? Hard, hard. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, that's. Oh. I thought. I thought you actually pulled up mine because I actually posted. That was actually one of my one of one of the better American I fan posts. I love that. That that thing is dope. It's it is so cold. So dope. It's like Siegfried and Roy. It's so cold. And I'm, you know, actually, you know what? I love not just helmet wise, but uniform wise. The Jets all black. It's it's, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. The, the, a Ooh. lot of a lot of the alternate you know, um a lot of the alternate helmets this year landed pretty well. I they, they did a good job. They I did a really good job. love the uh, the Giants legacy uniforms too. Those are, I mean, it's, the Commanders it's, legacy was 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 tight too. Talking about the all black ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. I don't mind. No, them. not the all black ones. The legacy ones. We played we played against each other for the legacy game. The first game, there were legacy games. It was, they were old timey. I Which, really, what, what, can, we don't got no old time one, ones no more. They're the legacy uniforms. Pull it up. I don't have anything anymore. We we only have sadness. We have no legacy. We, there only is no have, legacy. we only have commander tears. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there is no more legacy. Isn't it crazy that both of Carson Wentz's backups went to the Super Bowl? Wow. <laughs> wow. I just realized that. I was no, just, no, no, no. Mahomes, he never played for the Chiefs. Jalen Hurts, Nick Jay Foles. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking about for the Eagles. Yes, yes, yes. No, you're right. Both of them. Because I was just thinking about yeah. Commander Wentz, and then I thought, that's, oh, no, you know that's what? True. Jalen Hurts was his backup. Yeah, too. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. No, that's, that. yeah, that is crazy. Well, Jalen Hurts looks a whole lot tougher than Nick Foles. I'll say that. Nick Foles was like, come on, no, Brady. You, you don't have a big dick Nick jersey? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. My mom my mom got on me yesterday. It was like, I love Ro, but Ro Wild. And I was like, I know. I know. I love you, Mrs. Williams. <laughs> and your son makes me a better person. He does. Oh my goodness. All right. So uh before we get off NFL legacy, what does wow, this wow, game? Wow, we're not getting off of it. We gotta pick, do our picks too for Super Bowl. Well, no, oh, that, that, that's that's, le that's legacy. We're gonna talk about legacy. We'll talk about what the what the win would mean for either team oh, or yes, quarterbacks yes, or yes, whatever. Yes. I think um, you know, for me, as far as the Chiefs, it's two titles now for Andy Reid. Yep, that solidifies him. I think Andy Reid's already going into the Hall of Fame just because of what he's done. Um, but that that solidifies him. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, for Patrick Mahomes, it I meant to uh, to actually Google, you know, just the the wins and winning quarterbacks. But now he starts to separate and puts himself in a different echelon of the all time quarterbacks. By far, yeah. You know what I mean, you already you now jump ahead of Aaron Rodgers. You now jump ahead of Drew Brees. Sorry, George. Um, who uh, who else? Who else do you jump ahead of? But there's a lot of shoot. You jump ahead of Brett Favre. You do. Quietly, you know you what I mean, Brett. You do. Yeah, uh, it, it, just in terms of. Total wins. Dan so, Marino. Yeah, well, he shoot. He already <laughs> caught Dan. <laughs> he already caught and passed Dan. He's been in three Super Bowls I know. now. It's, it's like, a, well, it, it's an inside joke just because Dan Marino fans are always so rabid. You could be oh talking about Dan Marino's the greatest all time. You like, could, you you could sure? be talking about it doesn't matter anybody <laughs> if you say anybody except Dan Marino, they get really mad. <laughs> like, bro, he was good, but anyway, um, Joe Montana was a better talent quarterback, but. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, he did also have a lot more around. 
<laughs> I, will, I, will, I will at least give Dan did that. He have a, did he have a luxurious fur? <laughs> Such a mess. So, but, you know, you flip that and you go to the Eagles. What it does, one, for the Eagles fan base, good Lord, we would have to suffer through another okay, so, so Eagles fan base Would you win. rather suffer through this or hearing Weedem boys for a whole off Oh, Eagles. I'll take Eagles. All day, I, every I'll day. take Eagles at least until the Eagles get to, like, three or four I just Super hate Bowls. that Fly Eagles Fly song. It's like, just... Fly Eagles Stop. Really? I, I don't know the words. I didn't realize it was a, a whole song. It was a whole song. I didn't realize that. I just How thought they yelled it. The, somebody posted this video from Mass in South Jersey, and the choir was with with the like choir director that was singing Fly Eagles Fly. And it was at a Catholic oh, Mass, too. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I meant to post that. That was actually pretty dope i'm not gonna lie not gonna lie you when traitor it, what, listen i love look, uh, we're the american fan right so yeah. i i just love what i love what, fandom too. i love what it does because even if i don't like your team or i don't like how your fans are i still love that the sport impacts everyone yeah, you know I mean, because all of us, shoot, if it was a Giants game, everybody would be in church with a Giants jersey on. Like, yeah, you know I mean, they, that's, they'd be, that's they'd dope. Be, they'd be in church with a fitted, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what we were talking about before the show Not started, a fitted, a fitted uh, with Georgie is we don't have like wars. We don't have like traditionally, like, that's a very tribal thing to have like, a, you know, a group of people rooting for something against other tribes. Sports is so fundamentally tribal and I love it. It's clearly, it's what I thrive off of. It's what makes me happy. But we do, we, I mean, we talk a lot, I talk a lot of shit, but I love fandom. And George, uh, Josh and I were talking about this before the show started, like these traditions are so important to keep your fandom. It's so important generation after generation. Like my son is so obsessed with his iPad and Roblox and gaming. He, well, you know, I, I've given him sports PTSD. I will say that, but <laughs> he did like, for me, it was going to games. It was going with your watch, dad, with your mom, with my uncles, yeah. with my cousins. And I mean, I watched Gretzky play. I watched Magic Johnson play. I watched Kobe play. I've watched Eli Manning play. I've, I mean, I've watched Derek Jeter play multiple times. I've watched A-Rod play multiple times. I've watched, like, I Grace, I never greatness. saw my favorite Yankee, Don Mattingly, play, like, in real life. But, I mean, yeah, I, that was before I was an active going person old enough to go. But, um, <laughs> or appreciated it anyway. But, anyways, I think it's so important to keep these traditions. Like, tailgating is such an American tradition we go like f going to giant stadium you go hours and hours before to set it up to barbecue everybody's there a lot of people just go and sit in the parking lot and they watch the game on the screens outside while they tailgate yeah. it is such an important part of what from my childhood and i'm sad that just with ticket prices and just with the it's like we're losing now, these now, traditions. Yeah, so now the, the stadiums are built differently. There aren't you as, can't like with like, the Raiders you, games. You can't, exactly. you can't go tailgating there's, at a Raiders game. There's very game. few places to go with. Well, the because Raiders you know, games. God forbid you don't go, go into a casino or like one of the bars that's like right by there. It's such bullshit because the and the ticket prices. It's like you're robbing people out of an experience that's generational. Mm. But I don't care what team you root for. The fact that you that people are still painting their faces, yeah. going out in sub-zero weather with half their bodies painted. I don't care what team you root for i love seeing it it makes my heart happy yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and that's the reason why we built this platform um 
Legacy, what do you think legacy for the, the Eagles and Chiefs? What, how do you think it, it I think with the changes? Chiefs, it's not only cements Mahomes, um, it also cements Kelsey as one of the greats, like, like yeah. one, one of the all-time greats. I mean, you think of Andy Reid is already an icon, okay? But what this does is it puts Mahomes and Andy Reid and Kelsey, but more so Mahomes and Andy Reid into – a different category altogether. They're now mythical. Yeah. Because what they've accomplished is so unbelievably difficult. Mm -hmm. One thousand percent. And I, I completely forgot Andy Reid is a Bill Walsh, you know. Yes. From from that tree. Yes. West Coast offense, all that stuff. Yes. So like, really think of all the. I, I'll actually do that one time where I break down how many people came from that tree and how and many people. And the Landry tree. We got if we're gonna talk about that, Tom we gotta Landry, talk about Tom Landry's tree. I don't know if you guys have ever seen um there's a, a 30 for 30 and it's called the two bills. It talks yeah. about um Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, yeah. Tom Coughlin, and how it relates to Tom Landry and the Landry coaching tree. You guys don't understand how entwined all these organizations are. Truly are. And the coaches really are friends because many of them have coached together, lived and worked on the road and different things. It's 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 But insane. it's part of the history. That's why I like football. There's fans, but then there's fans, people that like that that just love and relish the sport that are waiting to see a glimpse of the uh, of the coaches on the sidelines. They want to see Belichick because he contributes so big to the myth that is today's football. By the way, the coaches he's he's considered one of the greatest greatest defensive minds to play the game. Um, and but it's it's part of the strategy. There's so much thinking that goes into it. And when you see how similarly so many teams are coached you will understand how they all, like that's why you can root for whoever you want to root for i mean i know i shouldn't a lot of people but i love that you're a fan and especially when you know the history like that's my love language if you can talk to me about the history of the game and sports and like with the coaches and how one relates to the other who who um was an assistant coach under xyz that's when Rose cooking for you. Like <laughs> I hate you so so much. Oh my goodness. All right. So we'll we'll say we'll save Super Bowl picks for next week. Yeah, we'll let's we'll do save, that. And props we'll, save, and we'll save that for next week. Um I we might if are we doing a second episode this week, George? Maybe. Uh stand by on that. All right, fair enough. Um because Jamal is in town. He's coming to town. He's staying at my house again. Um, um Jamal Hill? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing another episode. Uh, okay. Uh, and then I'm not sure if Miles Jack is coming to town because remember I was saying I was trying to get us into the Pro Bowl. So I'll figure all that out. Um, but before we get out of here, we got to talk about NBA. Um, a lot's been going on. We talked a lot about NFL. So we only got a couple more weeks of NFL. Then we'll be, we'll be putting that on the, on the back burner. NBA Giannis says he has two more levels he feels he can get to in his prime. Roe, do you think he can win another title in his prime? Yes. 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 Uh, right now, when I think of uh, just NBA as a sport and as a whole, and when I think, like, he automatically pops up in my mind. There's four people that pop up in my mind as not only can they, but they probably will. Giannis is one. Steph Curry, I know the war. I know that they've gone through their stuff, but they're starting to win games again. It's Steph still. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's Jason Tatum and it's Luca. Yeah, I I think um, 
you know, especially for Giannis, I think it really comes down to matchups because certain teams match up better with the Bucks and they struggle a little bit, but certain teams where they can lean on them and play defense and Giannis can really just get loose. Yeah, but there's no outside noise in their team. They are a cohesive unit. Oh, yeah. No, and, no, and no. They're a, a great team. part of it. That's why I think he's definitely going to win another ring. He's yeah. going to have another button because not only can he play, he makes the players around him better. Yeah. And he just dominates the sport. I yeah. mean, he is like, he's a weather vane. In so many ways, I so many teams watch him to, because I see more and more players trying to emulate him. Uh, I think if he puts his mind to it, and I think that if everybody on team is of the same mind frame, um, I, I think sometimes defensively the Bucks leave a little to be desired. But if everybody's kind of in that same mind frame, everybody's they locked in. Yeah. yeah, I think as far as if if either of those two levels for him in, involve shooting. You know, and being a knockdown shooter, not even so much from three, but just knockdown where it's like he gets the ball, he's got space, it's a wrap. He turns into a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, especially nowadays where, you know, I can take 17 steps and you not say anything and we're not getting it called. I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> I remember that one shot of Jaw just like kind of like resting up because nobody was guarding him. Yeah, yeah. It's, like he let the he let the clock run down. Like Jaws, one of those one of those figures too that is dominating the sport. And to me, I'm like, am I gonna get my elbow hurt or am I gonna try and guard Giannis? You know, I'm gonna pretend to reach for the ball <laughs> and not. Yeah, and and not really be here. Uh, LeBron loses his ish, ish as much as I'll say. Uh, with a call versus the Celtics at the end of the game, I saw this game live. I did too. I was watching um, it. Absolutely insane on Saturday. Uh, back and forth. I mean, first, George is going to roll that beautiful bean footage on LeBron losing his stuff. Um, but Patrick Beverly, Pat Bev is actually tried extra. to win the game for them. Here, here's LeBron. My arm. Um, LeBron. James on the drive, gets in the paint, layup, missed it. Okay. All right, so I'll say this. I'm, I'm going to say this. <laughs> the play before this, remember, the play before this, the, the Celtics were down three. And um, I can't remember if it was Tatum. who I, I can't remember who it was. He got fouled. He got hit in the back of the head. Oh, it wasn't Tatum. Won. It was... Um, was it Brogdon? It was, it was, it was by boys. Pat Bev. <laughs> it was by <laughs> Pat Bev. And I don't think it was Tatum. Was it Tatum? I can't remember. I can't remember. But it was a layup. It was a layup. He got hit in the back of the head. It was iffy. You know what I mean? Like, it was late game, you know, that's iffy. But to give him the and one, and he makes the free throw, so now it's a tie game. Yep. The, Pat Bev, the, it was back and forth the last few minutes, and you know Lakers made a run. The Celtics responded, went up, and then they fell apart. The Lakers made another run. Um, Patrick Beverly came from the mezzanine, jumped as high as I've ever seen him in his career to get an a put-back dunk. Um, but they call that and one, and then literally the exact same thing happens on the other side of the floor. And they and don't call it. It's three blind mice, and we don't see it. And you have replay. There's replay. We have replay but of the event. It's but that is that. Okay, see, we talked about last week about rivalries. Yeah, and this is a regular season game, mind you. Mm. This isn't a playoff game. This shows you 
I listen as a Lakers fan. I loathe the Celtics. I loathe, I loathe those racist motherfuckers. Okay, because <laughs> I, I think they are not you, George. But uh, historically, Celtics fans are, aren't, aren't exactly um, PC. Uh, they're they're not a qual they're not they're not uh, motivated by equality. Let's just say that. So, the rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics is so deep, deep rooted. And this is one of the games that you watch during the regular season, and you make sure you are home for, and you build around just to watch this because this shows you how much Braun wanted to win this game. But I will tell you, yes, it was three blind mice. However, however, because I do got to take my bias out of this for a second. Yeah. There was a call, I believe it was in the second or third quarter, but it was a foul. Like, Pat Bev blatantly fouled somebody, and it wasn't called. So, to me, it was like a... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, listen, we all all get away with things. And, listen, if you play sports, the purpose is to get away with things. Of course, I'm going to ride the line in every sport you play. Yes, I'm going to cheat. Yeah, and this that's was, that like I want I want to win. You know what I mean? Do you want to win? You want to go home? This one, this <laughs> one was a little. Uh, this was like it was blatantly three blind mice, right? Okay. And that's what made it re- like. And Pat Bev grabbed somebody's camera, grabbed yeah, one of the, yeah. and went to the ref to show him the moment oh, that LeBron was indeed not just touched but fouled, yeah. and it, the ref wouldn't even look at it. So it's like, well, and, and then he turned around and gave him a tech, and then and they gave him a technical. And, well, look in the crazy. This is the thing where I was like, oh, this is nonsense. That happened technically at the end of regulation. If I get a technical foul, you're like, we're we done spo- playing. We're supposed to go shoot this free throw right now. The game's not over. We don't go to t- we don't go to overtime. But but, but you understand what, what I'm right? saying? Of course. So then, so we gonna start overtime on a tech, and he gets a free throw. I was like. Y'all making up stuff as y'all go along That's it. now. That's y'all, it. y'all, let's keep it a buck now. Come on now. But um, uh, <laughs> one other thing, George, I sent you something on Instagram. If you want to pull it up, you can. You can pull it up in a little bit. Uh, Jalen Brown was a man possessed in that game. He scored 11 in overtime and really carried the Celtics uh, as Jason Tatum struggled. I mean, Tatum. Some games versus LeBron goes off. Some games versus LeBron, he kind of fades into. He recedes into the night. And so for them to have Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is continuing to show he is an all-star in his own right. He might not be the MVP, but he also is a top-tier player it's in the, the NBA. It's the rivalry. They're just games that bring out the best in people, and this yeah. is one of those games. Yeah, 1,000%. Uh, moving on, Kyrie. Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. You can go ahead and put it up. You can turn no, it up. No, just get that in my face. I'm the... Yeah, see, no call. Get that in my face. Like I said, it's not a call. It's not, no, just get that out of my face. I'm the senior ref, and I made the right call. I'm the senior ref. Days, right? <laughs> he should be able to take those title fights. <laughs> Didn't I say to get this out of my face? What are y'all doing? Wait, wait, here we go. Well, I'm a senior player. It's the ref, so whatever call he made, good. Pat Bam choking him. Hey, y'all got to tell the call. Pat, 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 How did you miss that call, ref? Ref, how did you miss the call? You thought I was just going to miss a layup? He hit me right here. I have 40 points. How many points do you want me to drop? How? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, honestly, I just wanted to help you, lady. Like, think about it. An overtime win with 40-plus points. But y'all lost. God damn. 
Damn, man, I knew I should have called it. <laughs> I knew I should have called it. I, just for you, hey, bro, you don't forget the number one thing. You have to have fun. Like win, lose, or draw, you have to have fun. I know, I know. Hey, what you looking for, bro? The camera's back. <laughs> Josh wants us to watch movies back. during the podcast. All right, all right, right. you go ahead, you go ahead, and kill it, you go ahead, and kill it. I just, Are you I, sure? Shouldn't we put up like an episode of Seinfeld now I'm to watch? So, I'm so done. That that too funny. That is Supreme Dreams and RDC. I love them. I love any of his LeBron content. It is always funny. He always is choking his friends. <laughs> LeBron's always choking out somebody after a game. So I, I just love those. Um, Kyrie and the depleted Nets beat the Knicks for the ninth straight time. Is this a battle for the hearts of New York City? Yes. Actually, is this an actual thing? Do yes. you think that they can actually pull people from the net? Yes. From the Knicks? Really? Yes. Stan, if you're still watching, please yes. chime in and say that Roe you know, is crazy. You know and, how and I know? Knicks fans you know how forever. I know? Because the Knicks get so riled up about it. Because if they <laughs> it gets the, under their skin. Because if the Nets weren't shit, the Knicks fans wouldn't care either way. They just like laugh it off. Nets. It's no problem. They get big mad. They get big mad. <laughs> they dust off the Timberlands and they they go, they they go outside and they yell at pigeons. They oh get my, mad. Oh my gosh! All right, and finally in NBA, Luca dropped fifty three last night in a win over the Pistons. There's not much more I can say about Luca. He's yeah. he's he's playing he's playing on, he's playing yeah. a different sport at this point. Uh, and before we get out. I have to say RIP to the legend uh, Bobby Hull, who passed away yesterday at the age yep. of 84. Bobby Hall, also the dad and father of other Hall of Famer, Brett Hall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, RIP to him and, and, and the whole Hall family. So our Can our we talk about kittens with cancer next? What? Uh, I'm kidding. We, we got to finish, <laughs> finish the show with, you know what I mean? Got to shout out. I was, it was a joke because you, were, you ended on a sad note. I said, do we want to talk about kittens with cancer? <laughs> Not kittens with cancer. Or amputees. why are you you like this thank you guys so much for watching please like share subscribe to the american five the american American uh podcast as well and please don't forget about the michael jordan rookie card giveaway we're gonna be doing that on jordan's birthday friday february 17th and keep sharing keep posting six days before mine that is six days before your birthday. You're the 23rd? I am, indeed. I'll make sure I put that in my phone just to, you know, make sure it's in the phone. Make it nice. Make the present nice. Uh, we're, I'm just kidding. We're, you're my present, we're, Josh. We're on struggled times right now. You're my present, you'll, Josh. You, you'll, you'll get a, a, a Christ- toilet paper napkin, like, wrapped up in... Can I get I a dozen it. eggs? <laughs> that actually is... That's crack. That's crack right now on the streets. <laughs> I got I got that twelve pack. I got that twelve that that dozen that that half dozen. I got that half. You dozen, guys, thank George. you for joining us. And if you haven't already, please follow us on the American Fan three sixty five on IG and on YouTube, and check out our clips. Till next time. See you guys. <laughs>